Welcome to the Fintech Prompt Podcast, a hub of extensive discussions on fintech-related topics, including but not limited to law and policy development, innovation, career transitions to fintech, and the abounding controversies. I am your host, Vivian Udora. This is episode one, our maiden episode. So thank you to our old subscribers and to those listening for the first time. Thank you and welcome. Our discussion today is centered on the top on the question: Can CBDCs replace cryptocurrencies? Now there are quite a few things to unpack here. So before we go into the depth of this argument, I believe it is important that we dissect the meaning of CBDCs and cryptocurrencies, as well as discuss the similarities and differences, and even explore why the question has arisen in the first place. So a CBDC is an acronym for Central Bank Digital Currency. Now, a central bank digital currency is the electronic form of a country's fiat currency that is also a claim on the central bank. So when I say fiat currency, I mean paper money or coin that is backed by the government and issued by it. Now, there are two types of CBDCs. There's the retail type and the wholesale The retail CBDC is created and issued with the intention that it is to be used directly by citizens for retail transactions. So, for example, if you were to book a flight or pay for an item in a store, then you would use a retail CBDC. On the other hand, a wholesale CBDC is intended to be used by financial institutions for their remittances and settlement activities. Examples of CBDCs include the Bahamian Sand Dollar, which was issued by the Central Bank of the Bahamas in 2020. We also have the Inara. If you're Nigerian or or in Nigeria, then you would know that in October 2021, the Central Bank of Nigeria issued the Inara, which has now become our central bank digital currency. Moving on to what a cryptocurrency is. A cryptocurrency is a digital currency that is issued by private entities. At this point, everyone pretty much knows about Bitcoin. It has become the face really of cryptocurrency um, in the world. And this is because Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency to ever be created, and this was in 2009. Since then, it has paved the way for other cryptocurrencies to be created. There are so many at the moment, too many to count, to be honest, but the most popular ones are are Bitcoin, as I've mentioned. There's also uh, Ether, and you also have Dogecoin, amongst others. From these definitions, there are several implications. We can derive the similarities and differences um, of CBDCs and cryptocurrencies. Regarding the similarities, both CBDCs and cryptocurrencies are digital and are created using the distributed ledger technology like the blockchain. The difference, however, and can be gleaned from the definitions is that whereas a CBDC is government issued and backed, a crypto is privately issued. Another difference is while both may be created on the blockchain, crypto exists on on the permissionless blockchain, meaning it has open access. There is no permission for 
um, there's no permission needed for you to participate in this uh, currency. Whereas the CBDC is mostly created and uh, operated on a permissioned blockchain, which indicates restricted access. So why are we even asking the question, can CBDCs replace cryptocurrency? For us to really appreciate the depth of, of this question, let's take a quick trip down to 2009 when Bitcoin was created by Satoshi Nakamoto, whose real identity nobody knows. Is it a person, a group or a company? There is, to date, no verifiable information regarding this. Yet, Bitcoin over the past decade has immensely increased in value and further inspired the creation of other cryptocurrencies. In the same light, the controversies that surround Bitcoin have also increased. Regarding this, there's a school of thought that believes that Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency world generally is simply a pump and dump scheme. And um, the anonymity of the creator has not also helped the case. Um, There's also another group that believe that Bitcoin is a trigger for another financial crisis. Now, on the side of policymakers, there is this belief that cryptocurrencies generally present a threat due to several reasons um, I've mentioned, including anonymity. Um, It's also privately created and currencies generally have to deal with uh, the sovereignty of a nation. So if you think of an independent nation, you could easily think of a national anthem, a flag and the nation's currency. So to have privately created uh, currencies compete with with um, state-owned currencies is is a threat, really. So the proliferation of crypto has contributed to the present pressure on governments to implement their own CBDCs. And another motivating factor was also the COVID pandemic that put the world on lockdown. Now, the first nationwide application of CBDCs in the world is the Bahamian Sand Dollar, which was launched for retail transactions in October 2020. Now, it's important to note that uh, the Bahamas started experimenting and researching prior to the COVID lockdown, but it just became clear the necessity of uh, CBDCs in such a country. There are several reasons it addition to the pressure that CBDCs have been created. But if we look at it from the perspective of developing and developed countries, it's really interesting the motivating factor that drives um, CBDCs in these two countries. Now, in in developing countries, there is a need for financial inclusion and um, the facilitation of remittances. So these are the motivating factors for the implementation of CBDCs. However, in developed countries, it's more around trying to, for example, reduce the, the use of cash. And that was the case in Sweden. That was actually what prompted um, Sweden to begin researching and possibly implementing their own CBDCs because they found that their citizens had reduced um, the use of um, cash. Now, onto the arguments, can CBDC 
replace cryptocurrency. I came across an interesting Forbes article that um, suggested that CBDCs will not make cryptocurrencies go obsolete because they serve different purposes. So um, a point was raised that cryptocurrency is seen more as an investment than a currency, although there are several exceptions to this. And one particular exception is the use of Bitcoin as um legal tender in the country of El Salvador, where obviously it's not seen as just mere investment, but is used to facilitate transactions. Another point that was raised in this false article was that CBDCs are primarily used for transactions. So this is where CBDCs and crypto differ in terms of use. Now, although CBDCs may be seen as a competition to cryptocurrencies they serve very different purposes interestingly the bank of international settlements in a report stated that cbdc's could coexist with private digital assets being crypto in in this case this is very instructive because rather than um argue as to whether crypto will replace cbdc's or cbd's or whether cbdc's will replace crypto there's actually a position of trying to make both digital currencies coexist in um, the economy. But the problem remains the lack of regulation to govern this cryptocurrency world, because in some countries it is banned, in some other countries it is totally unregulated. And in other countries, there is some level of um, policy, I wouldn't call it policy regulation, but some level of involvement of policymakers with uh, the cryptocurrency space. Now, until we have clarity regarding regulations, then one can perhaps begin to study how both CBDCs and crypto can cryptocurrencies can coexist in um, the monetary space or the financial space in in general and there are even people that have asked turned the question around whether rather than ask whether cbdc's can replace crypto they've actually asked whether crypto can replace cbdc and going by the argument which i agree um i agree with the point of the bank of international settlement rather than put one against the other we should actually try and see how both can coexist in the economy because quite frankly they both serve different purposes and um, once there is structure and clarity on regulation then um, the the method and way in which both exist will become clear this brings us to the end of this episode i hope you found this informative thought-provoking and entertaining if you did, please subscribe. If you haven't, uh, also subscribe to our newsletter, the FinTech Prompt um, newsletter on Substack. I will leave a link in the show notes for you to do that. We're also on Twitter. Yes, we're back on Twitter. It's been a while, but we're back. So what do you think about uh, what we've discussed? Do you think CBDCs and cryptocurrencies can coexist or do you believe it's a case where one will supersede the other? Please engage with us. Let us know. And yes, so I will see you in our next episode. Till then, stay curious.